Hey guys, this is Caleb and Brandon Hobbs coming back to you from Dirty North Archery with this week's Tech DNA Tech Tips. Hey, hey. And we are recording in the home of Dirty North Archery in the shop. So we're doing some tinkering right now. Uh, working on my buddy's bow. Give a shout out to Isaiah. I'm doing a little trading for him. He's our actually been hunting with Isaiah. Brandon and I have uh, since we were in junior high. Yeah, forever. So he's our the fourth wheel, the, the elk hunting party that goes with us and Braden. But I'm tuning his bow up because I traded him. He cut my hay back here, so I got hay for the year for the llamas and goats and stuff. And I'm doing a tune on his bow for him, get him ready for season. So, Isaiah, if you're listening... Your bow is done. I finished up like three minutes ago. And uh, Brennan's just, if you hear clicking around, Brennan's doing a string install on a bow. Brand new. While we're talking. so New set of threads. So getting her brand new bow. Thought, oh, we got 10 shots on the factory strings. Time to rip those suckers off and put on some custom DNA threads. Yeah, you know, them factory stuff doesn't last long. <laughs> but, uh, so, the last episode, we're, we're kind of, we missed a little bit, like a week here. It's been yeah. a little uh, rough. I know Phil has been definitely busy, and he's had train to hunt going on. And Brandon and I have been doing the family thing, but we're getting back to you guys. So, we left off before... Basically siding in and just getting really, truly tuned in and finding the correct center shot for you and your specific setup and your bow in relation to rest and sights and string down the pipe. In essence, giving yourself a tune, doing a modified uh, method of tuning. So that's where we left off and hopefully in between here... Uh, in between then and now you've got that tune done um, you're confidently launching bombs to at, at hopefully your longest distance whatever it may be it doesn't have to be 100 yards shoot it can be 40 yards if that's your maximum comfort but if you've attained that perfect arrow flight by what we talked about with the sights and rest uh, last episode then you know, now it's it's just been reps, or it should be reps. Yeah. Just uh, killing it with reps. I mean, we're close enough. We should be shooting daily to to season, honestly. Yeah, and some people are already hunting. I know. Just saw on Instagram, uh, South Cox put down a big muley already. So it's hunting season, pretty much. Yeah, it started in Nevada. Doesn't antelope start here tomorrow, Colorado? Pretty soon, yeah. Maybe tomorrow. Yeah. But anyhow, um, you guys, you need to be shooting daily. Uh, anybody and everybody that's serious about going out and harvesting an animal, you owe it to yourself, number one, to keep in good practice, and you owe it to the animal for a, a clean shot. So uh, we're not going to go through, like, self-form and release and all that kind of stuff right brennan no there's there's too much of that stuff that people are different on you know and you're not going to change that at this point in the game with hunting season here so 
and you know maybe down the road we can sit down with Phil and record something on form and technique, proper shooting technique, back tension, and that kind of stuff. But we'll do that down the road. I think today the biggest thing, the point where we're at now with what we've covered and kind of where everybody about where everybody should be at in the season is um, broadhead tuning. So we're going to do a down and dirty uh, broadhead tuning type of stuff and should be getting you to where you're putting those broadheads in the same place as your field points. Um, so uh, I'm going to preface this with some of you may not like what we're about to say. <laughs> and I mean, shoot, I may as well just put it out right now. If your bow is not tuned initially, then you're not going to have good broadhead flight. And we're talking about fixed blade broadheads, mostly. There's some mechanicals that you'll have steerage issues with, whatever. But let's talk about the generic general. We're not going to break apart every type of broadhead. But if, let's say, you have not done a walk-back tune or a modified tune to get those sights and rest perfect and find that center shot or even dove into, you know, some guys do a bear shaft tune, things like that. If you have not done that, if you've only slapped your rest on and you're shooting out to 60 yards and you're thinking, man, I'm just crushing it. I'm, I can hit at 60, no problem. Um, that still doesn't mean your bow's in tune. That just means you moved your sights to where they're hitting where you want it to. So you have to have that. I'm just going to tell you straight up, you have to have your bow tuned, generally speaking, to achieve fixed blade broadhead flight with your field points. Right. So many people just jump on this, oh, this brand of broadhead is junk, or this model of broadhead is junk. It didn't fly worth a dang. And, and yeah, some of them handle things differently, but there's so many things to consider the tune of your bow the spine of your arrow your fletching configuration your draw length yeah draw length draw weight um man that's so let's fix let's fix the problems before they start before you ever screw on a broadhead onto your arrow fix blade again i mean even do this before any broadhead doesn't matter if you shoot mechanicals is your draw length correct uh, if you don't know, then find someone that can help you. Find a pro shop, somebody that'll fit you and get you in there. Because what you're doing on the backside, if you're too long or too short, is you're inducing torque one way or another, yeah. depending on short or long. So draw length, boom. Is the arrow spine correct for the arrow length and draw weight that you're shooting? And the rated speed of your bow comes into, you know, the, the type of cam system you're shooting is... Cam style of your bow. Whether yeah. it's a harsh cam or a, or a smooth cam will, will affect that too. Yep. And, again, get with your local pro shop, a guy in the know, a knowledgeable friend. Figure this out. I mean, I, I've even done it in the past where I was... I had the wrong spine arrows. I know for sure that I did. Oh, yeah. But I didn't, you know, I didn't even think. I just kind of tuned it and this and that, and I screwed on fixed blade broadheads like three different brands. I couldn't hit anything to save my life. Well, 
and I cursed it the entire season. I had a horrible season, but what it come down to was I switched, I switched arrow shafts to a different spine, and it was done. It's fixed, just like that magic. So those things have to be right first. If you have a hybrid cam system or a yoke bow, you need to be yoke tuned. Your pre-lean has to be set first or lack thereof, whatever your system likes best. That yeah. All that has to be done before you think about a broadhead. Too many people just go out, like I said, and they're just shooting, oh, I'm shooting lights out, and they screw on broadheads. They never think about any of this other stuff. Don't blame it on the broadhead. Let's look at other things first. Right. So with that being said, let's let's look at a super common scenario and then talk about how to tune for this scenario that most honestly most people find themselves in and then you know how to fix everything and how to be uh, shooting ethically for hunting season so most common scenario no doubt is what Caleb was just talking about is the bow's not properly tuned you've been shooting forever and that's okay my you know stuff happens whatever but um, and you shoot your broadhead and it's 18 inches point of impact difference from your field point. So what do we do from here? So broadhead, so to do that, what you'll first do is you'll step up to a target. You want no wind, um, if possible, definitely no wind shooting fixed blades because it's going to, that wind will affect, um, you know, planing of your broadhead and everything. Um, step up, take a fletched arrow, shoot it at 20 yards. And, you know, make sure it's a good shot, really concentrate focus, check your point of impact. Now, whether it hit the exact spot you're aiming at or not, doesn't matter. What matters is next, you'll take a broadhead arrow, take one of your arrows with the broadhead on it, shoot that at the, at aiming at the exact same spot. Don't just aim for your arrow, aim at the exact same spot you did um, with... The previous shot and then you're gonna see how the arrow lands from there whether it's right on and you're cutting fletching off or you're you know like I said 18 inches off to the right and six inches high so so we do that we shoot and we're 12 inches right and six inches high so what do we do next Caleb well uh you're gonna you're gonna do rest adjustments basically um assuming that you are not going to be going in changing draw length arrow shaft. right yeah so we're talking again we're talking about somebody without a press somebody that doesn't know how to change their draw length somebody that doesn't know how to do all these other tuning things backyard joe yep this is just the average guy stuff you can fix before you go hunting just with an allen wrench yep so a uh, normal backyard guy, you're, this is where the rest tuning comes in. Um, Those are sweet. And, and honestly, what, what you're doing, so if, you have, if you're impacting right, right of, to the right of where you're aiming, you're going to move your rest left. You're going to bring that point of impact over to where you're aiming. 
Now the rest movements are going to go just like what we were talking about in the previous tech episode. We're talking like 30 seconds of an inch at a time. It's going to be very small adjustments. And if you have adjustment marks on your rest, hash marks, don't even go a full hash mark to start. You know, if, if you're way off the target, you're going to have to move it a little bit more, but um, just a tiny bit, a half of a hash mark even. Yep. So, and, and then you'll go ahead and repeat. You'll shoot a field tip and your broadhead arrow and see what it netted you for results. And you don't, you don't need to be moving your sights at any point yet. We're just doing rest moves. Yeah, not at this point. Yeah, definitely. Okay. So the, a big thing to remember is when you're doing this, only work on one movement at a time. So if, so if you're high and right, work on just the high to start. Don't, don't work on try to move the rest down and to the left at the same time. Work on the high. So bump your rest down a little bit until at least your broadheads are the same level as your field points. Once you have, have the high-low fixed, then move to the left-right. Always just focus on uh, one at a time. So once you get that uh, high-low fixed, <clears throat> then we will go to your left-right. So when you got, and uh, Caleb just had to step out real quick, but I'll take it from here. Um, so when you uh, are working your left, right, then it's the same thing. It's, it's tiny adjustments. And what you're looking to do is move, you're also be moving your field point, point of impact, not just your broadhead point of impact. You should see your two arrows coming together. So every time you'll shoot a field tip and then a broadhead and then see where they're coming. And do that every time you make an adjustment. Don't just go shoot the broadhead again because you really need to compare it um, to your field tips. So you're trying to bring those two points together um, from uh, your, your field tips and your broadheads. So once you get them all together, now is when you move your um, sights. Yeah, and in doing that, though, it's important to, to see, like, you, you're not going to want to go, if you're pretty close to factory center shot, let's say, let's say your yeah. bow manufacturer says you need to be at three quarters of an inch center shot for your rest, your arrow rest setup. If you find yourself, you're out at, like, an inch, uh, I mean, that's that's too far. Yeah. <laughs> you don't... If you're getting to where you're, I mean, more than, shoot, I even like to say a 16th, but yeah. some people yeah. have to push an eighth of an inch outside or inside of their center shot to make this happen. And you may have to, depending, because if your spine, let's say, is incorrect, it's too weak or too stiff, you may have to go, and usually it's always on the weak side. I've seen up to a quarter inch. Yeah, you may have to go way out, and sometimes depending on your cam system or lean, but start really thinking about what you're doing. If you're getting to that eighth inch, let's say outside of center shot to correct, yeah. at that point, 
then you may want to just start thinking about hey see what it takes to get there and if it's not much more lock it down and go for your yeah, sides totally um but when you find that spot and you'll see them it, change it you can keep going um you can see you get to the point where it's gonna they're gonna start coming together coming together and then if you keep going your field point your broadhead it will start separating again right so now you know your breakover point and go back and find that sweet spot and again we're barely bumping the rest every movement here for this for this time yep yep um then you can go into your up and down yeah and the same thing with your high and low impacts now again uh, i can't stress enough this is for if you're doing this without access to a bow press or you don't know, have the know-how or the means to go in and change your cam sink or you know uh twist yokes yeah you're twisting yokes yoke tuning all this stuff with a bow press and changing cables and this is just the regular guy in his backyard trying to get his broadheads to hit where they need to so from there um you guys bring them in like that and now you're going oh well now when i shoot you know i'm pointing at the dot and I'm hitting, I don't know, six, eight inches to the right or to the left now of the dot that I'm aiming at. No big deal. Now you take your sights, do a full gang adjust. So don't move each individual pin. Take the entire housing, slide it over, chase your dot Always, to the left. Yeah, follow, chase it. Until you're now you're back on. Your pin gaps won't change. You're not having to do a whole new side in and some guys it's daunting because they think well now i have to start all over and side in all over again no that that's not necessarily true you should just have to bring your gang adjust over and get it dialed in there um that's and and if you go through this process i mean it's super simple super quick you know we're not covering a lot of down and real technical stuff here but um and you can't get them to impact then it's going to be a point to where you need to start asking yourself what kind of steering do i have on the back of my arrow that's prohibiting this or do i seriously need seriously need to look at the arrow that i'm shooting the spine selection um you know la last week i bumped into a guy and he was having quite a rough time with broadheads and you know, I had I honestly had him go through a walk back process, no broadheads, just a, a walk back tune process. Just like we talked about in the last podcast. Yep, he did that on With his own tech tips, um, and he had broadheads within a couple inches of his field points after that. Oh Before yeah. Before that, it was a it'll rat. do it. It'll do it in a heartbeat. So another thing we identified with his setup though is his fletching configuration wasn't. It, it wasn't quite full-on broadhead steerable. By that, I mean there's veins, specific veins, that they're going to work lights out for 3D or paper, you know, target shooting, because you don't need extra control um, to steer that broadhead. And then there's veins like, you know, the Blazer vein or the AAE Max Hunter, which is 
super tall. They're called a broadhead vane. It's called a broadhead yeah. vane for a reason. It's because they steer. They overtake the steerage from the front that that broadhead's inducing. Now correct it on the back. So if you go through those small rest adjustments in this whole process and you're, you just cannot get your field points to group with your broadheads at all, then let's take a step back. Let's go back, listen to our previous tech tip episode, go through that walk back process of tuning, setting up your bow first and foremost. You can do that on your own. You don't need a bow press to do it. It's rest and side adjustments. And when you're doing this, remember the simple things too. We're looking for like fletching contact, right? Maybe you, your cables are, your veins are so tall that your cables are coming into your sight picture a little bit. And if with a knocked arrow, if you sit there and look down there and you look and it's like, oh yeah, my vein is, is hitting my cables or maybe I have my cock vein turned down on the rest and it's supposed to be turned up. Um, so just look, look for those simple things too when you're doing this. I mean, tiny little vein contact will put your, could put your broadhead off, you know, a foot easy. So look for these small things too while you're doing this. Right. Um, yeah, I mean, that's really down and dirty like Brennan so, said. Yeah, and I think... I think the most important thing then, if if you're just so overwhelmed and you're like, oh my gosh, this is, I, you know, I can't to go through all these steps again to do this. Um, you know, I don't have the the time or the money, and we we get it. Believe me, we get it. Um, the money to get new arrows, or you know, the time or the budget to refletch a bunch of arrows, or do any of that stuff. That's okay, right? So what we're what are we gonna do then? Worst comes to worst. What's the number one goal when we're screwing a broadhead on an arrow? What are we trying to do? We're trying to ethically harvest an animal as cleanly as possible. We want a good, clean kill shot right off the bat. So thinking about that, that's truly our only end goal when we're going hunting is to get meat to feed our families uh, with a good, clean, ethical kill. So if it comes down to it and you're so overwhelmed or you don't have the time or money or the resources and you can't bring your broadheads and field points together, what do you do? Well, then you start shooting groups of broadheads and you move your sights. Now, we only say this as a, as a last effort. You're not fixing the problem, but at least this will get you to go out and hunt ethically and hopefully kill an animal and be spot on when you're shooting. But you move your sights only to match your broadhead flight. And that's it. You sight in to your broadheads broadheads yeah see we we always um we talk about tuning your bow to your draw length uh, tuning your arrow to your bow everything right full tuning setup from start to finish and you can truly screw on any broadhead you want and and go hunt just about but if that hasn't been able to happen that's okay so if we're shooting broadheads we can't bring them to field points and all your broadheads are hitting right chase them, move your sights right until all your broadheads are sitting in the center of the target. If you do that after that, you go out and hunt, just know that if you shoot a field tip or anything else, it's not going to be sighted in. It's going to be off target, but at least your broadheads will be on. And yeah. then after the season, may maybe in the winter time, after you've killed, you put that meat in the freezer, you do a full tear down, start from scratch, and then we can fix all the other problems.
Yep. Yep. No so. need to lose sleep over it. Too many guys stress out like way too much about that kind of stuff. And really we, we can, we can do fixes, you know? So, um, so that, I mean, that's really it. That's all we want to do down and dirty with, with broadheads. And generally it's, this is going to be a fixed blade broadhead. Um, so, I mean, usually if you're shooting like a, a mechanical, you know, mostly mechanicals, they're not gonna, they're not gonna give you those problems unless you shoot a real long ferrule. Uh, mechanical, sometimes you have some steerage yeah, and yeah. things like that, but in general, they're gonna hit pretty good. But that doesn't mean you screw them on the day before you go hunting and go, oh well, it's a such and such mechanical. It's gonna. I guarantee it's gonna hit where I aim. Yeah, not true. Uh, just don't. Not always true, I should say. Don't don't do that to yourself. You're gonna end up getting in trouble. It doesn't matter if it's a mechanical or a fixed blade. Just because a manufacturer says field tip accuracy, doesn't necessarily mean that's true. Doesn't mean your bow is field tip accurate. Right. Or or you or your setup. So. Uh, yeah, that's just down and dirty, quick and easy right there. Uh, again, guys, please shoot us questions. You know, we're looking for listener input. For sure, man. Um, we want to hear from you guys so we can actually answer these questions. And we want to get to a point where we're answering questions from the previous week on, you know, like the next week episode. So we can cover it in time for you guys to get things done and accomplish what you want. So... Um, if you're looking for Brandon and I in our tech tips, you can find us, uh, Facebook at dirty North archery, Instagram. Um, you can send us private messages in both of those email us at dirty North archery at gmail.com. Look up our website, whatever you need to do there. Uh, we're happy to answer questions like that, especially on a platform like this, where we can spread it to multiple people. You know, if there's one of you out there. There's probably quite a few of you out there that have the same question. Um, so that that's it. Hopefully, I mean, season, guys, you need to shoot. Season Woo! is here. Season's here. Yeah, it's right here, and we are pumped. We got some brand new bugle tubes. We're pouring over maps tonight. Uh, it's pretty freaking sweet, man. But, uh, yeah, in the meantime, don't forget it, uh, the deals through alpha bow hunting and uh championship bow hunting podcast mountain ops get mountain ops 20 percent off check those guys out maven built they do a free gift i know phil will probably cover this if you're looking for awesome glass i actually had a chance to look through braden's mavens the other day i'm pretty impressed they are clear man they are nice check those out and uh Keep dialed in. Keep hitting up Alpha Bow Hunting and Championship Bow Hunting Podcast. Send us feedback. Hit up uh, Podbean and iTunes. And we're looking for reviews. We're looking for feedback. Also, don't forget, we usually only mention this on the group podcasts, um, you know, with Phil and Braden and Grant and everybody. But there is a giveaway coming up. What is yeah. it, next week? Yeah, next week. Or the week after. We have a giveaway lined up, guys, where uh, Phil has worked out a lot of good stuff. Grant, one-shot gear, he's throwing in some stuff. 
We're talking like grizzly coolers, some one-shot gear, swag. Some dirty north strings. Dirty north archery strings and cables. Like there, there's a lot of goodies. Yep. I think Phil yep. said something close to 500 bucks worth of stuff that's yep. going to be piled in this thing. So only if you do a share on Facebook, right? Yep. And, that, and it's not Dirty North Facebook. This is the championship bow hunting Facebook page. You got to get on and do a share in order to get your name into the hat for this giveaway, for this drawing. And just share it once. Yeah, it, it doesn't count if the same guy goes in and shares 500 times. We're only going to take your name one time. Yep. So, yeah, don't miss out on it, you guys. Yep, get after it. It's a good opportunity. And send us your questions, please. We like pictures, too. Yes, sir. All right, guys. Yeah, good shooting, you guys. Keep at it. Season's here, man. Yep. Catch you on the next one.